Dreaming of a better sleep? Tossing and turning is not your destiny. And Ollie is here to help. Ollie invites you to sink into sweet, sweet slumber to improve your mental and physical health and overall wellness. More than just melatonin, Ollie's ingredients help you unwind your mind for a delightfully dreamy drift off. Sleep is on the way at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. I've, I've been at war with wasps the past two summers. Not this summer, though. Last summer, I had wasps. Uh, we've got vinyl siding on the house, and there was a, one small hole in the vinyl siding where, I don't know what it was. I think it was an old telephone line that ran through it. We probably should have just taken it down. We did the siding because we don't have a telephone line in the house, but regardless. So there was a tiny little hole, and I, I noticed hornets or wasps or and that's one of the things we're going to find out crawling into that hole and eventually the siding it, it looked like it had a giant blister like that's how big this nest was under there but it was easy to get rid of because there was just that one little hole so i just got a can of the killer and i just blasted a whole can into there and that was it it was the end of them the summer before i've got an old hot tub in the backyard that i need to get rid of for several years now and they just moved into there and turned the entire hot tub into a giant wasp nest it was terrible but i haven't encountered any yet this year not so far not gone what because i hate them i hate wasps um but this is the time of year i think when they really start to cause problems i haven't seen many have you sarah you were calling you were asking about wasps the other day you ran into some yeah kickboxing they were all over the ground where were you um outside at a park yeah it was at a park i don't hmm. remember the park and they had a lot of wasps. I've been walking in the River Valley, and I see them walking around on the yeah, grass. Yeah, that's what they were doing. They were, like, walking, walking along on the grass. Yeah, like they weren't flying. They are yeah. walking. I don't it know was really weird. On. Yeah, so let's find out what's going on, because this is the time of year, apparently, when not only we see more wasps, but they get extra jerky for whatever reason. So let's find out what we can expect with wasps in the coming days here. We're going to have a chat now with Jason Gibbs, who is an associate professor of entomology at the University of Manitoba. Jason, thank you for joining us. I appreciate your time. Uh, you're very welcome. Hey. Let's start. First of all, help me out here, because we just say wasps, right? But what is a wasp? We say hornet. We say yellow jacket. Are they all the same thing? What are we talking about here? Uh, you sort of have, like, nested kind of groups. So there's lots of different kinds of wasps, um, thousands and thousands of species. And most of them we don't actually encounter very often. We don't recognize them. Okay. They're actually... It's actually solitary. They're out there feeding on other insects and things like that. And, and we don't, they don't interfere with our activities in any way. Okay, so the ones we see, and we're all familiar with the little yellow and black guys. What are those? Are those wasps, hornets? What are those? Yeah, they're wasps. Uh, yellow jackets is, is another kind of common name for, the, for most of those. But there are sort of three groups of social wasps that sort of tend to sort of uh, sort of interfere with us a little bit, and we get into conflict with them. So there's the hornets. Some of those, they'll make these sort of kind of round nests that you see hanging in trees sure. and bushes. There's the little paper wasps that have these sort of open comb wasp uh, nests without any sort of covering. And then the yellow jackets will usually nest in the ground, but they'll also get into your siding or in, you know, nest in your porch and things like that. Yeah. And so uh, what are the white and black ones? Because I've seen those too. Yeah, the big white and black ones, those uh, are some of the hornets. Hmm. Those are hornets. Okay, gotcha. Now, are they all, for lack of a better term, jerks, or are some of them, <laughs> some are, are they more of a pain than other species? It really depends on your perspective. So, the, I mean, all of these 
you know, social wasps, they're going out there, they're, you know, they're scavenging, they're hunting for, you know, mostly other insects. Uh, and so from that perspective, there's sort of a benefit because they're sort of feeding on insects, that, other insects that we might not want around. Um, but then when, especially later in the summer, their colonies get larger and larger as the summer progresses. And then they're searching for more and more food. And oftentimes, you know, you know, you're having a picnic or you're having, you're sitting on a patio and there's a, an abundance of food for them to feed on. And so they kind of come in okay. uh, and get in our way. They're not, they're not aggressive when they're feed, foraging for food. So, you know, if you're sitting on the patio and they're kind of coming, they're not going to sting you unless you kind of interfere with them. Um, but the, the biggest conflict is whenever they're sort of nesting close to where we're living, because uh, they will defend their nests. So if you have one, you know, in your porch and you're sitting on your porch or moving around your porch a lot, they might get aggressive. So... For, do they serve a purpose? Like, this, and is there a reason that we need to have wasps? Are they useful in any way? Yeah, of course. Um, because they're feeding on a lot of other sort of insects, uh, you might see an abundance of other insects that you might not want sort of increase if we got rid of all the wasps. Uh, they're also visiting a lot of flowers. So I have some goldenrod in my house, and they're just covered in yellow jackets and, and, and paper wasps and things like that. So they're pollinating uh, they're sort of what we call natural enemies, so they sort of feed on, you know, pest insects as well. Okay. Uh, so they do serve a, a sort of a, uh, you know, a variety of purposes. You know, it, it's only really whenever they sort of, you know, happen to be nesting close to where we're living and playing and doing our things that we sort of, they're, they're a pest. Yeah, exactly. And we all know what happens then. So is August worse? I mean, this is like you say, the, 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 I don't know, colony, the hive, whatever, it gets bigger and bigger throughout the summer months, right? That's right. Like, uh, unlike a honeybee, which is sort of has a colony all year long, they start their colonies in the spring. So a sort of single female sort of initiates a nest. And so then she just makes females. All of her daughters become the workers and they make more workers. And so this colony can go from, you know, a single female in the spring to, you know, a few thousand individuals by the end of August. And then whenever, you know, food starts to get a little bit more scarce sometimes in the later parts of the season, there's more activity, uh, and that's when they tend to sort of get into our hair a little bit more. Now, what can we do? I mean, I think we all know the ways that we attract them, right? They'll, they'll be around. If you've got food or whatever, we know they're going to show up. We know that. Um, is there any way we can limit our interaction? Like you say, if we stay away from their nest, we're fine, but we don't always know where they are. So what can we do to try and limit our interaction with wasps? Well, I mean, one way you can do is to kind of trap them. So you can take advantage of the fact that they like really sugary fluids, like rotting fruit or juices, and you can make like a little homemade trap to kind of keep them, you know, away from where you're going to be active. So you can take like a two-liter pop bottle, you cut off the top, invert it to make a little funnel. Yeah. If you have some, if you have some juice or fruit in there, the wasp will kind of go in and they'll get they'll get caught. So you can sort of reduce the population around your sort of yard or whatever it is. Uh, by taking a strategy like that. Um, as you mentioned, you know, if they get into your house, you can always, you know, there are specialized sprays that have yeah. shoot a long distance that you can sort of get rid of the nest that way. Yeah, and, and that stuff works very, very well. Hey, Sarah and I were wondering, because we've both seen them in, in Edmonton in the last week or so, walking around on the ground, I mean, which is kind of weird. Why would that be? It really depends. Uh, I have seen bees and wasps sometimes visiting uh, animal urine. 
So if if a, a dog has gone by and so the sprayed, there'll be kind of salts and proteins in there that might be a little bit harder to come by in nature. So they'll actually use that as a resource. So it could be that huh. they're drinking pee. <laughs> That's really? That's hypothesis. I wasn't there. <laughs> Interesting. I'm going to. Th- I'm trying to think because it was on a. It was on a trail right through a city park. So I hope you're wrong. I hope you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that's exactly where you might find a dog. Exactly. Uh, right. Jason, good stuff. Really interesting. Thank you. I appreciate your time.